Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 234 being recorded on January 28th, 2015. I'm Ryan Shroud. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. And I'm Alan Malentano. Hold on, hold on, there's Josh. And my wireless mouse is dying. Oh. If only, oh, had, a, for you, then. If only had a remote device with buttons on it. <laughs> <laughs> change the cameras. Oh, to change the cameras? <laughs> Oh, that's, I thought the intern was one, making one. No, it'll be in the far-flung future. One oh. day it, it advice will work like that. Sorry, Ken. All right. You kind of brought it upon yourself, to be honest. <laughs> right? I mean... Alan won't solder my damn board. I got to solder the new one now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is the podcast where we talk about computer hardware sometimes. Um, this should be a fairly short episode. Nothing really drastic or oh, important happened. Yeah, it's been a really boring drab week. I mean, week. really, we only had one hardware release, so I don't know what else could possibly happen. Yeah. Um, this may be one of the shortest rundowns you'll ever see on that side of the screen. Because um, we got nothing to talk about. Because we got about. nothing to talk nothing. about. Uh, real quick, we do record the shows live. If you want to participate, and we highly encourage that you do at PCPro.com slash live. <laughs> Uh, and if uh, with that, let's see, it's Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And if you need a reminder, if you need a friendly reminder, you can either follow me on Twitter at Ryan Shroud or at PC Pearl. We send that out over those channels as well. But if you want to sign up for like a little mailing list, we just send out an email about an hour beforehand. If you go to slash subscribe, you get this little page here that basically asks for your name and your email address. And the only thing we use it for is to send out notifications about our live events, either for the podcast or when we do uh, other live streams or, or game streams or giveaways or anything like that. So uh, very simple to use. Literally, that's all we use it for. And you can auto-unsubscribe or whatever if you want uh, anytime. The only thing I ask is that if you sign up for the mailing list and then three weeks later you don't want it anymore, don't just mark it as spam. That's a real it's a real ass thing to do because that gets reported back to everybody else, right? Like Google and all that. If you don't want just hit the unsubscribe button. Like I put a little button at the bottom of every email and then that's fine. Yep. Don't don't be a butthead. You signed up for it. And, well, you, and you got three weeks' worth of emails and then decided you didn't want it. It's their other personality. And not only that, but yeah. quality emails. High quality yeah. emails. Yeah. Today's email was fantastic. A little bit of humor. Maybe. A little bit of notification. Uh, I will say also we are going to give away some game keys live. If you're watching us live, you need to be in the chat, at least browsing it. You can be in there anonymously. I'm just going to paste game keys in there randomly throughout. And because just free for all, there's like a first person. Yeah, to type first it person in. to get it in. So it's they're going to be um, <laughs> you play keys. So you want to go ahead and download. If you don't have it yet, if you want to open up your UPlay client or download UPlay, so you can get the activation window open, so you can copy and paste and That's hit awesome. submit first. You can do that. Uh, just Was this when fun. we admit that actually from the list that Ubisoft just revoked, or do we save that for later? <laughs> I don't know. I guess you guys tell me. <laughs> Uh, these were keys that NVIDIA gave us during game streams that I didn't get to hand out all the keys. So uh, we'll, we'll have a couple of Far Cry 4, we'll have a couple of The Crew, and then maybe next week we'll give away some more as well. And because the stream is like 30 to 40 seconds behind, mm-hmm. I will probably paste it into the chat before I ever verbally say I'm pasting it into the chat, right? Because the chat will be ahead. That makes sense, right? The chat will be ahead. Like I can yeah, you type put, it in there. You can paste you it and like, wait no, 20 seconds. No, just say you'll paste it and then wait 30 seconds and paste it. Yeah, okay. I'll try to do that. Yeah. But that's going to take some conscious effort, so we'll see. Um, uh, if you have never taken part in or learned about or know about the PC Per Virtual LAN parties, we are about to have uh, version number nine, PC Per VLAN number nine. Jeremy, um, tell me about these events real quick and just uh, what are we, what's our date here for, the, for our new one? 
Well, we're, it'll be the Saturday, February 28th, so pretty much about a month from now. Uh, it's going to be a huge free-for-all uh, if you want to win the prizes, and there are a lot of prizes given away at each and every single one of these. Uh, you have to sign in to the TeamSpeak speaker, or the Steam TeamSpeak server, rather. There you go. Uh, and if you follow the link in the show notes, you will see all the rules on how to join, all the setup to join. There's usually somewhere between 60 to 100 of us uh, in, in the last couple. Mm-hmm. They've been utterly crazy. There's uh, umpteen billion different games being played with plenty of servers, so you're not going to be stuck saying, well, I'd like to play BF4, but it's a 20-person lineup. We it, There's usually no problems whatsoever planned. It's a great crew. I highly recommend it, and like I say, plenty of prizes. Yeah, and who usually provides a lot of those prizes? Oh, they, they seem to come to me. AMD likes to give away expensive stuff. I think Record at one point was two dozen processors during an event. Uh, we've given away some rather expensive video cards, and often there will be at least uh, one industry rep. Uh, for instance, we gave away a lot of Epic games mm-hmm. three three uh, lands ago. This time we're trying to get the team that put uh, Arma three together, Bohemian uh, Interactive. So hey, yeah, lots it, of fun they're, stuff. they're really cool events, and 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 I like the fact that it you know. Just like TeamSpeak servers, and there's a bunch of different channels depending on what game you're in, or there's like a general channel you can be in. Uh, and I like to come into the office for a little bit and play around, and, and it's interesting. I think they did, they were playing UT2004, but they had a, like some new mods in it that I had never seen before. Was it yeah. UT2004, like the bumper game that they had? Do you remember that one, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that, was that UT2004? Yep. Okay. Uh, mod, that was, there was that a was actually where we just gave up and gave everyone redeemers to play that. <laughs> it <was> amusing. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Uh, you can either find the link in the show notes, or if you go to our forums, uh, if you go into the uh, gaming section of the forums, you'll see a thread there about the uh, uh, VLAN virtual LAN party number nine. So uh, take a look out for that. Uh, so we've got some things here going on. Uh, the Right after our recording of the podcast last week, NVIDIA launched a GeForce GTX 960. That's right. First, we're going to talk about the GTX 960, mm-hmm. which is a new card, a new GPU. It is uh, GM206. It is a $199 base price graphics card. Yep. Uh, and it is you know, kind of the replacement for the GTX 760 and 660 in that same kind of class of card. Um, yeah, because they didn't have something to fill that price point that was new. Not Basically. new. Yeah, the 760 was based on Kepler that's been yeah. around for a while. And, yeah, I mean, it needed a refresh here for sure. Um, base specifications are, if we look at this uh, table here. Holy crap. 1,024 CUDA cores, uh, boost clocks, or uh, base clocks, rather, about the same as the 980. And you're essentially, actually, if you look at all these specs, you are exactly half of a GTX 980. Uh, half the shaders, half the texture units, actually half the ROP units. Oh, yeah, i got to change that in there. Yeah, there's, there's a number there that we uh, need to fix. Half the memory, the right memory clock, half the memory bus, all the way down the line. What's interesting is that this card has a TDP of 120 watts, so it's very low power. Um, but in our testing and in NVIDIA's testing... It's way lower. It's way lower than that. Like, yeah. we kind of barely got to the 100-watt mark. Mm-hmm trying to get a lot of power out of this card. So yep. in terms of in terms of power consumption, this card is actually really, really impressive. Um, it is $199 is starting price. You'll get overclocked cards for as low as $209, $219. Yep. And um, based on the releases we have seen, it's like a 
six or seven to one ratio from partners releasing overclocked cards versus reference cards. There's not very many reference cards out there. Uh, so expect to get, you know, slightly overclocked speeds in regards to that. Now, uh, in relation to the AMD competition and the GTX 760, the performance or the, 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 the technical specifications don't look fantastic for the GTX 960. It has a 128-bit memory bus. The R9 285 has a 256-bit memory bus. And the R9 280 actually has a 384-bit memory bus. And if you look at memory bandwidth, GTX 960 is down to 112 gigabytes per second. The R9 280 is all the way up to 240 gigabytes per second. Huge differences there. But then obviously TDP goes from one, you know, 120 watts versus 190 watts for the R9 285 or 250 watts for the R9 280. And, and those actually there. come close to that. They yes, very much so, um, and then about thirty to forty dollars more expensive depending on what rebates and specials happen to be hap- uh, happening on that that particular day. Yep. Um, the the one I used for this review was the ASUS uh, GTX nine sixty Strix. This is the one that has the Owl branding mm-hmm. on it. It's supposed to be quiet. Uh, it does a very good job of that. The even under you know full gaming load, fans are only spinning at about like. Fifty percent. Yeah, I, think, I mean, you of can, fan speed. You and can you, kind of, if you're a few feet away, you can barely hear the yeah, car. Yeah, I know. I know. Ken and Alan were kind of surprised when I told them that was I was you know, gaming. Were, when, yeah, he was at full load, running, running, running benchmarks yeah. and stuff, and, and we were like, really? Because you mean that card was only like six feet from me, and I couldn't tell it was running. A single six pin power connector is on there, uh, and it really doesn't need all of it, but it has. It's more. It needs more than seventy five watts, seventy watts from the yeah. PCI Express bus, so it needs that that six pin power. Uh, this ASUS model has a backplate, uh, but you can see the PCB length is shorter than uh, the cooler length. So the, the cooler is beefy on here. That's what allows it to run very efficiently uh, with fans spinning at, at a very small uh, small rate or low rate, I guess, if you will. So um, I'm not going to parse through the benchmarks kind of page by page. I will say that, in general, the GTX 960 is probably a couple of percent slower than the 285 and the 280. Yeah. It, it like on average. It wins Battlefield 4 by like by a, a sizable margin. It, it loses Crisis 3 by a sizable margin and then the other ones are kind of uh, back and forth. Yep. So unlike what we saw with the 980 and the 970 releases uh, back in September, the 960 is not a default win in its performance class. Mm-hmm. It does not it's 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 not significantly faster even than the gtx 760 in some tests right it's faster but it's not way way faster yep. uh and, and the r9 285 and r9 280 still hold their own in terms of raw performance which you know for a lot of people that are more concerned about performance per dollar that's the most important metric yep. but for people who are interested in the more technical technical side of things or you know you are specifically interested in performance uh, per watt. Let's see what we got here. Um, the efficiency of this is kind of unparalleled, yeah. right? If you look yeah. at this graph here, this is the overclocked 960 Strix uh, versus the 760 versus the 285 versus the 280, and you'll see that uh, this is whole system power consumption. We're looking at 228 watts for the Strix, 274, so almost 50 watts more to get up to the 760. Yeah. And then the R9 285 is 308, showing about 80 watts difference to go from the Strix 960 to the uh, Sapphire R9 285 and even more to go up to 280. And then this is the first benchmark or the first review where we started using this uh, this updated power testing that we're doing. Let me see if I can get a little, this might be a little bit too big. Yeah, uh, but we're using direct power, man- man- direct power measurement 
of the GPU. We're actually intercepting the PCI Express bus, intercepting the PCI Express connectors. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that Alan put together. Lots of soldering. Uh, how, how, how many cards did you blow up before you perfected it? Zero. We actually blew up zero cards. Yeah, we didn't blow I'm anything up. Sh- sh- shock and awe. Yeah. I mean, there's still time. Because it's still kind of in a prototype stage. Yeah. We, need, we need something a little bit more permanent. Um, but what you can see here is, uh, I'll zoom in here a little bit again. And this blue line is the GTX 960. The orange line is the 760. And the gray line is the R9 285. So you can see here why we're talking about how it doesn't really kind of get to that 120-watt TDP. Right? So this blue line, you're kind of hovering... Right at about when you peak out at about 90 watts usage, yeah. the orange line gets above 150 yep. in several cases, maybe up to 160. Whereas the gray line, this top marker here is 200. You're actually above 200 in some cases, keeping in mind that the TDP of that card is supposed to be 190 watts at yep. reference speeds. This is slightly overclocked, so it's not really out of spec or anything. But if you compare the gray line to the blue line, that is a, a dramatic difference in power mm-hmm. consumption for close to the same amount of performance. The 285 might be slightly faster, but close to the same amount of performance at 1080p and 25 by 14 yep. resolutions. So, um, you know, that, that, that's, that's pretty interesting, interesting stuff. We actually also did the same measurement here playing uh, Dota 2, Ken's new favorite title. Oh, yeah. And because uh, one of the things that NVIDIA bragged about, this card was to be able to run at 30 watts for MOBA gaming. Specifically, they were talking about League of Legends. I hadn't created a, a League of Legends account, so I just did Dota. And we were hovering around 35 watts, you know, running at 1080p maxed out in Dota 2. Yep. Not quite. It, the fans were spinning, but just barely. And they were it like, took a while for the fans to ramp up, like to, to turn on, and, and they were they, even like cycling. Like they were even like it was getting to the point where it was like, yeah, uh, it was kind and of then like actually right on the turn back off for a few yeah. seconds, and then turn back on. Yeah, yeah. If you're curious, uh, and I encourage you guys to go to PCBar.com and look at the review. We did overclocking of the Strix, uh, fairly impressive results there. We did MFAA performance. MFAA is improved with the new driver yep. to support all DirectX uh, 11 and 10 games that support MSAA, with the exception of three. Yeah, so they're shifted from a whitelist to a blacklist, basically. Essentially, yeah. 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 And then generational uh, performance comparisons. You want to see how the 960 compares to the 760 to the 660 if you happen to be a gamer that is still using a, a 660. So um, it, it's, it's a good card. It's a good price. It's not a home run in the performance side. It right. is a home run in the power side. Yeah. Uh, if that is a story that you are interested in, if that's part of a, of a graphics decision you're interested in, then that's definitely going to, 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 to lean you towards the NVIDIA side there. Mm-hmm. But if you only care about performance per dollar, if you can get a good deal on an R9 280 and you don't care about the, you know, the performance, you know, the, the power consumption, you've already got a power supply that can handle it, you're not worried about heat, You've got a Your home is cold. Case, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> then, then the R9 280 will probably be a better deal for you. That's because, true. Because I imagine AMV is going to be a little bit aggressive on the pricing in that regard. Well, there generally well, is lots of rebates. The 285s that just have uh, recently had some pretty significant drops in price as yeah. well. I think have that uh, what 179. I just saw one for. Yeah, is that with R9 rebates or before rebates or? That's after rebate. Yeah, but still 209. It's yeah. right in the yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it puts it right in the same area of the GTX 960 for sure. And, you know, we've had lots of conversations. We did a live stream with Tom the day it launched, and we talked about, you know, hey, they're confident in their product that they don't need to, like, undercut AMD in price. Yeah. They've gained a lot of market share in the last two quarters. 
the nine eighty and nine seven conversation even after the stream actually statistically fantastically sell uh, well good sellers. Ryan um, wanted all these selling for five bucks. I, I did say five dollars. Um, they said they, no. they said no. I did try for everybody. Uh, so check out that review. Uh, we have a couple more cards we're going to review. We have the Strix card. We have an EVGA card. We have an uh, MSI card. Yeah. And then we have <clears throat> we gave away 10 GTX 960s during the live stream. Yep. And we're going to uh, overclock all of those gonna, before we send them out. We're going to burn them all in. And I asked all the winners first. Yep. Just so, uh, uh, just so we, just so we to, know. To get you a pretty good aggregate result for uh, overclock, you know. Yeah. How much? That's, you probably, can get. that's probably true. So okay, I'm gonna. You take... might get a burned out card, but at least we know how far it'll. It went to eleven. That one went to eleven. <laughs> now, Ken, I think. Uh, let's see where I'm at here. You want to do uh, the the wet bench next because we have okay. I am going to put a Far Cry Four key in the chat in approximately thirty seconds, which will probably be approximately right when you hear this. Yeah, it's very odd. I know there's a there's a latency through the live streaming. Great, yeah. Uh, Vince then says Josh Tech knows two facts about ducks. Both of them are wrong. <coughs> and they call him this Josh. They, um, they use that what? in the Stig. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. I, I don't get the reference. Is that Some from, say... Top Gear. Is that the ducks thing is from Top Gear? Some yeah, say... They use that at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> totally they, over they, my they head. They always introduce the Stig with the weird thing oh, like yeah. that. Oh, do like they? Some okay. say... All right. All right. I, I have seen the show many times, but obviously not enough. Yes. Clearly, since they do that clearly, every episode of the show, clearly not enough. Well, he's not on every episode. The Stig? Yeah. Yes, he is. No, he's pretty, not. Much. pretty much. Pretty much every episode. Pretty much does not mean always. It's pretty uh, much. Just saying. Anyway. All right. Here goes. Uh, there we go. There's your key. To oh, oh! I've already recovered it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we get into the real complicated stories for the week. We will mention very quickly, Maury posted a review of the Primo Chill Wet Bench Test Bench Case Review, which is, is this it thing. It's for water cooling. Oh, okay. So it is, it's not physically wet, but it's meant to almost get wet. Well, if it's, for water cooling, if it's for water cooling, that means it will at some point get you probably wet. Shouldn't, you shouldn't try to get it it's wet. The, it, will, it will happen. But, I yeah. guarantee you, yes. So it's this, it's this device. It's, uh, it's pretty cool looking. Um, it uh, apparently doesn't come with very good directions. To install it, but I'm going to skip to. But you know uh, what? At least it looks like the side of the spaceship Nostromo. But hopefully, you don't have any really bad eggs in there. (laughs) Hmm. So this is what you get when you kind of put it all together. So you can see there's just there's this big CPU backplate, lots of areas for uh, water cooling to go through, or anything, I guess, for that matter. You probably don't have to put water cooling on it, but this is not. This is really meant for it. Yeah. so let's go down here. So he starts putting some crap on it. Come on, Maury. I just want to see what it looks like. Look at that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maury's so fancy. So I'm guessing it has a bunch of mounting points for all like reservoirs. He, he already like knows. Oh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it's it's pretty cool. The yeah. uh, see, there's a water cooler on a CMOS battery there. That's good. All right. <laughs> you got to keep that battery cool, yeah, son. Yeah, I know. Water cools from LA to Tokyo. Sweet. Indeed. So this is a. How much does this cost? What was this? It's cheap. Uh, it's like 130 bucks. 130 bucks. That's not bad for an open test. It's not bad. Wow. It's less expensive than the uh, what was that one we reviewed a while ago, Ken? That was from from Puget Systems. Yeah, the acrylic one. Yeah, yeah. Was, that one like has more bucks. acrylic pieces than this one, probably. And thicker from the looks of it too. Yeah. Well, this one's got carbon fiber. Is that just? It's got to be just a. That's just laminate, right, isn't it? Right? Can't be real. Come on. They've been doing that a lot lately can't, with the can't laminate be, stuff. Can't be for rizzle. Yeah. 
Uh, Mori did, did like it. Uh, all acrylic design, intuitive toolless construction, support for multiple water cooling radiators and custom loops, internal spacing, layout design, configuration, and modding possibilities. Uh, only weakness, lack of detailed instruction manual. Hey, if you can't figure it out, dude, sorry. sorry. Even that other one was a little confusing. Yeah, uh, yes, it was. Acrylic, yeah. clear acrylic that can be flipped either direction and work is is almost always. <laughs> Especially when you get all the screws in and realize that that yeah. last screw doesn't fit the right way. It looks really yeah. cool. I mean, you got plenty of space there. You can see just a motherboard sitting on top of the of the motherboard tray portion. Yeah, and you got you know lots of space. And this is a fairly large motherboard. Yeah, big slots for the hoses to go like tuck through. Yes, close. somewhere he has a picture of an ITX board in it. That's pretty good. <laughs> of course. Let's see. Oh, there it is. With a, <laughs> wow. Water cool that thing. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Adorable. It almost falls through the hole for the, <laughs> for the processor. Yeah. You know what? That looks like a hot dog down a hallway if I ever saw one. Uh, if you ever saw one, but you haven't. <laughs> no, because women don't get around me very much. No. <laughs> I did hear that was true. I did hear that yeah. was true. Um, okay. So let's go check out that review if you're interested in it. And now we're going to talk about. Here we go. So get your shot glasses ready. In September, Nvidia released a GTX 970. Yeah, they did take a shot. The um, <laughs> so I, I'm trying to figure out. Even there's so much crap to talk about here. So uh, here's here's what happened. In the last couple of weeks, people were talking about the potential issue of the GTX 970 with its four gigabyte frame buffer not being able to access the entirety of that frame buffer that they were seeing some games that were only actually utilizing 3.5 gigs. So that led people to do some more research and some people were like writing uh, like memory benchmarks yep. and actually found that, hey, once you cross the 3.5 gigabyte level, your memory bandwidth in this benchmark is significantly lower. Yep. Hey, what's up with that? And then once you get outside the 4 gig, it goes even lower than that. Well, because you're you hitting system, you're hitting system memory. memory. That, yeah. that, that happened in the 980. Um, where, but okay, let me say the, the 980 was the same performance all the way up to four gigs. Yep, and then it would fall off. But the 970 was the same performance only up to 3.5, and then slower for 500 megs, yep. and then then fell and off. And then the bottom. Yeah. Right. So there was some research being done on this, and people had sent me links, and I hadn't had a chance to get around to any of that stuff yet. Uh, and what happened was, it was kind of over the weekend on Saturday, like 20 minutes before I was getting ready to watch a basketball game, I get a call <laughs> from a video and says, "Hey, you need to check your email." We have to make a we have to make an announcement, right? And so uh, they announced that they uh, they're that Josh Walrath is taking over as CEO of Nvidia. Yes, on uh, February first because they want to blame all of this on him. That's yeah, why. you have to have that tattoo. That's they they said point. something about scapegoat and charge. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I didn't really understand it, but I said, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> I said, why not? I signed right up. The stock options are awesome. Golden yeah. parachute. So. The uh, well, hey, take what you can get. The here was this, the initial statement from Nvidia said that the GTX 970 is equipped with a four gigabytes uh, is equipped with four d- gigs of dedicated graphics memory. However, the 970 has a different configuration of SMs than the 980, and fewer crossbar resources to the memory system to optimally manage memory traffic. In this configuration, we segment graphics memory into a 3.5 gigabyte section and a 0.5 gigabyte section. The GPU has a higher priority access to 3.5 section. When a game needs less than 3.5, then it will only access as far as partition, and third-party applications that measure memory usage will report 3.5 gigs. Um, When a game requires more than 3.5 gigs of memory, then we use both segments. We understand there's been some questions. Uh, They they, they provided some benchmarks where they said the performance drop-off between the 980 and the 970 was the same 
when you were below three and a half gigs of memory usage and above three and a half gigs of memory usage. You can see some of that here. They did Shadow of Mordor, Battlefield, and Call of Duty. Yep. And they basically are showing like, hey, look, uh, uh, in Battlefield 4, the frame rate drops by 50% or by 47% on the 980 and by 50, 50% on the 970. That's pretty close. That's within a margin of error. It's within the difference that you would expect for less SMs. Yeah. Right? Right. So there you go. Well, then we had more questions like, well, why did that happen? Why specifically did you have to divide it? Mm-hmm. The, the line of, uh, well, crossbar resources were lessened. That didn't quite make any sense. Why would that occur? Um, we had all kinds of, of theories. You know, Josh was talking about the idea of, uh, uh, of the, I think everybody was kind of assuming like the, adu- the reduction of SMMs, the, the simultaneous multi-threading processors, yep. was the reason for it. So that they were hard coded for certain memory addresses, right? Yeah, those address, you know, the SMMs were gone. Then that that the memory addresses were just null and void, right? So, um, but I was wrong. But Josh was wrong. Now I was wrong. Now, now keep in mind that that happened on Saturday at like noon. Yep. And Saturday and Sunday were some were two of the highest traffic days that we've ever had on the site. People reading that news post. And I and I emailed Nvidia and I said, "Hey, we need more answers than this because there are literally gonna, yeah. hundreds of thousands of people reading this story, and they all seem to have questions based yep. on the comment section of the thing." And I think w- what kind of might have added to making it look a little bit worse was you had then you had a bunch of people going, "Oh, let me see if there's an issue," and like they turned everything up to eleven in their game, basically, right? Yeah, like probably to the point where they were even bleeding over into system right. memory, and like and now it's like a complete stuttery mess because you're just hitting a brick wall of memory. So that so, that was that was. Yeah, there was, was some was, of that. That was part you know, of the, the initial issue was uh, uh, these guys, the, the community, the enthusiasts, the people that own these cards were running tests. They were trying to figure out what was being affected. Yep. Is this affecting me? Is this a problem for me personally? Or how do I stress the system to find this to be a problem? Yes. And without knowing all the information about why it was occurring, then people were making wrong guesses about what was coming. So uh, – and then again on Sunday we had a uh, a conference call. I talked with uh, Nvidia's uh, senior VP of engin- <laughs> GPU engineering. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Senior VP of engineering Jonah Albin, and uh, that gentleman right there. And we talked about why this occurred, and he made this graph for us. So uh, these are, this is the, a representation of the GTX 970. We have three SMs that are disabled. Unrelated to the issue at hand. What is related to the issue at hand is this missing L2. Um, they, they, in order to meet yields and pricing and all that other kind of stuff that they do when yeah. they are segmenting off portions of a, of, a, of a die, they decided, okay, this part of the L2, if we cut that, we can get yields where we want. We'll be, we can make a GTX. Not just that part, but like it could be any one of those L2s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? any, any one like, portion of L2. Like they're just like, look, we're just going to draw the line here because we're yep. seeing so many of the 980s that we're trying to make have. Well, a, when you say you know, draw the line here, you've got to do it like Jean Luc Picard. Yeah. We draw the line here. Yeah. <laughs> So and no further. Somewhere they had to make that decision and go, look, some 980s that we're trying to make have like one bad L2 cache. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we can. Well, it's, yeah. We'll, it's, we'll make they're looking that at statistics. Of, you know. How can we make this many 970s? Right. Oh, if we disable uh, one eighth of the L2, a block of L2, we can do that. Yep. Now, here's what's interesting is not only is that a block of L2, it's also a block of ROPs. True. Raster operators which uh, handle that last bit of processing and anti-aliasing before the pixels are output to memory. Correct, mm-hmm. Josh? No. <laughs> oh. He's not helping. Well, what Say the- that again. 
You weren't paying attention, Josh. No, it was. I was reading IRC. There are many important things. Uh, the the, uh, the raster operator is the last step in the chain. It handles the last bits like anti-aliasing before outputting the pixels to Correct. memory. Thank you. See, I was right, and now I had to repeat myself, maybe think like I didn't know what I was doing. But you know what? People will stop, reconsider, and think about what you're saying, and it'll dig a little deeper into their minds. Okay. So you'll never have to explain it again. Mm. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. But yes, was- they seem like they're direct attached to the L2Cast, so you delete, <laughs> you know, you, you, you fuse off one, you fuse off both. Well, so when they. Kind of f- like your cousins. Let's not go there. So, so I'm going to make this a little bit shorter because we we talked about this in a in a 15 minute long video on the site as well. But the the L2 and the ROP get disabled, which which limits access to that um, that last portion of the memory controller right under it, and um, it makes that access to the S memory controller slower. And so what they decided to do was rather than kind of slow down the entire system because of that they'll make a three and a half gig pool that accesses the first seven eighths of the memory controller channels and then this other one down here will be the one eighth by itself and if we have to access it we have to access it right and it will slow down everything it runs at one seventh or one eighth of the speed of the rest of the memory depending on which how you want to how you want to look at it right um which is a significant reduction for sure it is so what happens is, is when you actually are accessing all four gigs of memory, then that one, that, that portion of memory that is one-seventh the speed kind of gets aggregated across everything. So your whole system's not going to run at one-seventh of the speed. True. But anytime you access memory in that location, it will be at one-seventh the speed, and thus it will slow down things proportionally to how often it is accessed. Yeah, it depends on what right? it's being accessed for and how right. often and, and whatnot. So, but that does mean that NVIDIA was incorrect in the specifications they gave us for the GTX 970 at launch. And as I think far that, as the ROPs. In terms of L2 cache and ROPs. Yep. When they launched, they, they said that the uh, uh, 970 had the same level of L, same amount of L2 cache and the same ROP count as the 980. Well, that's not true. Yep. Hey, you know what? NVIDIA lied and pixels died. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I'll take that to them and see how they, say, how they feel yes. about it. Yes. So they won't. They, Nvidia is not going to say they lied about it. They basically say that there was. This is the first time in an architecture that you could do that. That you could dis, disable one portion of the L2. If you look at this block diagram one more time, if you were to disable this in Kepler, if you had, if you said, well, we need to cut one eighth of that L2, yeah, that whole you would block actually have to away. take this whole gray block out. Yep. So you would have a 192-bit memory controller with uh, 1.5 megs of cache and three gigs of memory. Yeah. Right. But because of the uh, flexibility of Maxwell, they're able to d- disable one portion. You get 500 megs of additional memory at top speed, and then you get this 500 megs of memory yeah. at a slower speed. And that 3.5 gig would go uh, an additional speed than the 3 gig would. Right. Yeah. Correct. So you're getting, you're getting something, at least. You're getting you more do. of a benefit. Yeah. So at the end of the day, uh, I read the article. There's a, uh, I think we did a very good job of, of kind of explaining the technical reasons why this happens and then the net result of it. But the the end of the day, the... The, the, so we did some tests. The community, well, the community was right. Like there was something wrong. Yes. There was something amiss. There was something about three point five gigs stood out to people. Yep. And it was correct. Yep. And uh, as a result, the GTX nine seventy performs differently than the nine eighty to some degree. And uh, we did Sunday and Monday. We did kind of discussions about what that yeah. meant and how, how, how are it we going to demonstrate right? it? And then um, you know, it, very interesting. I, I, 
I'm not going to go over it, but you need to go read the story if you haven't already. It's a very interesting thing. But then today, just before the podcast, we actually published some performance results because obviously everybody wanted to know about what does it actually mean. Um, oh, actually, this is a this is a different part here. They they issued a statement uh, in their forums about working on a new driver update that will tune what's allocated where in memory to further improve performance. And mm, we're not sure. And I, I'm not even sure if that's really possible or if this guy was kind of talking out of turn and then. Um, if you have any problems it really is kind of it really is kind of up to windows how that allocation takes yeah. place from what we've researched so far yeah so so anyway back to the performance thing we we did post uh, performance results today where i took a 970 and you took a 980 and you tried to match them did you blend them i blended them together um, nice sli yeah <laughs> sli blended <laughs> and them and we found out that in fact they did blend so battlefield 4 uh, we used resolution scaling, and this, this is what you can see here. We, we, we set the base resolution to 4K, and then we went up from there, which is really kind of stupid. But this is the best way we could find to demonstrate memory allocation. And so one of these bars is the 970, one of them is the 980. But you can see clearly, in this case, in this game, in this situation, at you know 130% scaling, the 970 was over 3.5 gigs. Yep. And 140% scaling, it was using almost the entirety of the 4 gig frame buffer. Mm-hmm. So the, the 970 does have access to it. Um, and in our performance results, there are we're talking about incredibly low frame rates here, but uh, the 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 performance differences seem to seem to be in line. If you look at average frame rate, right, like you you know the difference from the 980 to the 970 goes from 11 to 18 to 13 to 19 to 17, kind yeah. of within reason. Again, we're talking about very low frame rates, so like the the variance there is going to escalate. It's going yeah. to increase kind of that. I mean, you already have the issue that difference. the 970 is a slower card than the 90, 980 in the first place. Correct. And then you're trying to say, well, wait, how much more slow? Right. It's 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 a yeah, difficult. Yeah, I mean, if like the guys who tried to say, well, we we lowered the the, the speed of the 980 and the compared clock rate. to the 970, so we can get the same kind of teraflops. Well, that's kind of useless because yeah. they've still got the full amount of ROPs. It just doesn't work that way i mean you it's yeah it's it's it these are what five billion transistor products and if you try to simplify the architecture when one has certain things disabled and the other doesn't you think that you can match you know yeah, you how many you can't match it just by many, tweaking a clock how many teraflops <laughs> you know each one has and it's going to come out evenly it's it's just not because Stuff's not there. Yeah, it yeah, it doesn't work. It's so, a good try, but it it, it is, and, work. It, it, and it's when you're talking about things as as important as this, and with kind of a small margin of error right. as you have, right. those types of things can can really throw it all off. Um, like the biggest complaints we've seen have been for people talking about stutter. Right. Oh, if you go over 3.5 gigs on a 970, you're more likely to stutter than you are with a 980 going over 3.5 gigs. Uh-huh. My results uh, show that maybe, yeah. But I can't say yes, or, and I can't say no, right? If you look at these results, the top one is the 980 at all five scaling rates. The bottom one is the 970 at all five scaling rates, and it is going. There slower. is some truth to that. If you look at the frame variance, yeah. the 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 970 starts to show higher variance earlier yep. than the 980. I don't think it's dramatically important because we're, again we're talking about incredibly low frame rates right and we're talking about variances around five to seven milliseconds which that's that can be a lot but it's even more when you're talking about a low frame rate yeah and not only that but it's not that every frame 
is the last ten percent yeah, of like frames to, are five the, the worst ten percent of them yeah. are yeah. So the nine eighty does better, but the nine seventy is it, it's not a dramatic difference, right? Right. Now the only other thing I'll point out here is in our Call of Duty testing that we did, uh, there was a difference in memory allocation. While I was in Battlefield Four, BF4, there was no memory allocation difference. This one has a difference yep. in that. No matter what our settings in Call of Duty, I wasn't able to get the 970 to use more than like 3.65 gigs of memory. Yeah. Uh, but in both of those cases, like what I call very high and ultra settings, which you can read the article talk about what exactly those are, the 980 is using all four gigs. Mm-hmm. So the 980 has no, no reservations about going all the way up and using all four gigs of its memory, which is what it should do. If it improves performance at all, you've got the memory there, go for we it. We should probably say that just like in this situation, like Windows... Whatever, how, however that mechanism works, we don't know exactly how the detail is, right? right? But for whatever reason, like the 980 in a system ends up allocating all four gigs versus the 970 ends up allocating for this game three and a half. Right, which right. is odd. And Nvidia yeah. said they had not been able to repeat that in this game. They had seen that behavior in a couple of other games. Yeah, I think actually Battlefield Four was one of them, which again kind of goes into that's the because it's backwards from what we. I know it, that's one of the things where it's like I think a lot of it is what your system dependencies are, what other applications you might have running in the background. It's true because Windows is handling all that. Yeah. It's, it's it's you know, it, it's it's a believe it or not, Windows is a complicated system. Uh, it's, yeah. of uh, checks and balances, and sometimes don't always balance out the same way. Uh, and in this case. You know, performance was, again, kind of in line with what we expect, but there was more variance with the 980 than with the 970, mm-hmm. okay? But again, we're talking about frame times that range from, you know, about 40 milliseconds to about 55 milliseconds. 55 milliseconds is a long frame time. Yeah. Right? But there is some more there. The, the kind of concluding thought I have to all this is NVIDIA screwed up when they gave us the wrong specifications of the part. Mm-hmm. And that's really crappy. Yep. Because I don't think anybody buys a card based on how much L2 cache or how many ROPs it has. True. But to put out specifications... Hey, I, I, I've wrong. got three screens. I need as many ROPs as possible to paint those pixels. But here's the thing. Let's hear the thing. The, the, the number of SMs that we have yeah, on they, a 970... they don't even fill the amount of ROPs they, they per clock. Correct. Right. The, yeah. the the number of SMs can only output 52 pixels per clock. Yep. The ROPs in the system, even with the decreased amount, can handle 56 pixels per second. So per clock, yeah. your SM, the SM count is still the bottleneck there, yep. not the ROP. Right? Now, there's argument that, well, hey, I use GPGPU and that cache would be important. And, okay, sure. Okay. I'm, I'm, I can't argue with that. But my, my ending conclusion is I can't say for sure that people that say they see more stuttering over 3.5 gigs than they should are wrong. I can't say that they're wrong because I've only tested two games. I've only tested a handful of resolutions, whatever. Um, But I would say that I think they are mistaken if if they believe that it is dramatically different than the 980. I think there is some difference, but I don't think it's enough to warrant the petition that's going out there for a recall or some crap. It does. It does. The difference doesn't smack you in the face, and the only way to get the difference in the first place is to really crank everything all the way up. It seems very. I tried very hard to find games that would let me go over three point five. I mean, you were running you were running that game at the equivalent of six K. Battlefield. Battlefield, yeah. Like one hundred fifty percent scaling. That's the six K screen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and and it's not just me. Like other other websites that that. Here's the other thing. If you're a consumer and you're doing testing with a 970 to try to find these differences, that's fine. Yeah. But if you don't also have a 980 to, to do the same thing it with, yeah. right? To kind of you know compare and contrast, then you're not 
really testing to see if the problem is the 970, right? Yeah. So you really need to have access to both sets of hardware. And there, there are, I'm sure there are some, you know, enthusiasts and, and readers and viewers out there that have that. Sure. So more power to you. But like Guru 3D, uh, Hardware Canucks, they did some testing, you know, looking at this type of stuff mm-hmm. before three and a half gig, after three and a half gig, and they all kind of came to the, there might be something there, but it's not really that big of a deal. Yep. So I don't really know what to say. Alan and I have talked about it. Josh, For Jeremy, hours. any thoughts? Uh, before uh, before you guys give your your, your comments, I'm gonna I'm gonna paste the key for the crew in the chat room. But uh, I'll do that while Jeremy or Josh, you give a give me your input here. Jeremy, do you want to go first? Well, I didn't get one either. I know we didn't I, get nine seventies. We're we're penniless honestly, scrubs. I, sir, you're you're buying a mid level card. You already own a 4K monitor. This is sort of what you're saying is that you are already in a situation where this is going to matter and you're actually going to need four gigabytes with a frame buffer. Yeah. This is where I sort of lose the plot here is if this was a flagship card that was having issues with super expensive monitors, okay, I can see maybe why you'd be pissed. Uh, if you bought two of them on in the intention, well, You've got seven gigs running at full power. Again, you're not really going to have the issue. If you're in that one strange usage scenario where you've got a 4K monitor or two or three uh, 1080p or higher monitors and you bought a 970, yeah, you're going to see a tiny little difference. But apart from that, there's not a huge problem. I mean, yeah, it was a blunder on the marketing side. They should have said up to four gigs, and no one could complain. We've had this discussion with a different company not that long ago. Yeah. But as an actual issue, I just don't see it. Josh? <sighs> yeah, they screwed up in, in that they did not disclose at first the exact architecture that people were expecting to buy. But if you really look at how everything interacts... It's, you can kind of forgive them. They should have been more transparent. But at the same time, you're not buying a 970 in single to do 4K. Now, there are those who who thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to do 970 in SLI. And that's going to have an effect. And uh, so I'm disappointed there. But when we start looking at the actual performance and the potential effect it's just not as big as one would think now i'm I'm not trying to be a shill i'm not paid off by nvidia what if 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 you looked at my bank account you would realize (laughs) very much that's because all that shill money's going to ken yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, I, we just yeah, we and, just and not only that, but well. I, I don't yeah. have any 970s or 980s stacked up behind me. True. If so, I, I I would show them off because I'm I'm vain. I, this podcast is about me. I'm so vain. <laughs> Josh Tuck. Yeah, uh, but I it's hard to balance and say that you know Nvidia did wrong. They they should have come out and head and said, hey. We treated memory like this. We cut out L2. We cut out ROPS. But we did this to get the 970 at the price point we're at. And unless you're in an extreme environment, you're not going to see 
any degradation in performance, especially at this price point and yeah. competing products. But uh, they didn't come out that way. I, and so that's where the biggest problem really is. Yeah. I, I, think, I think the SLI debate is, is, is maybe more interesting, but it's also incredibly more complex. Yeah. Um, people, that's going to be a pain to test, isn't it's it? It's really, really yeah, hard pe- to test. People have, yeah. have already commented in, in the story we have here, and I even said at the conclusion of the story, like, look, I want to do SLI testing, but I feel like even if I do and I see more variance or stutter. You already get, you already get variance from run-to-run in SLI in the first yeah. place. Yeah. And it, you know, any little issue, which is actually kind of a negative for this, but any little issue tends to get amplified right. with SLI. So then it's like I, yeah. I, I will probably run I will run some SLI results nine eighty SLI nine seventy yeah. SLI but I just don't I don't have any expectations that I will see anything different or come to any conclusion yeah. after running those tests. I mean, because we, we did actually have a, a few people post like YouTube links in the first, uh, mm-hmm. you know, article that you'd written there where it had the the first article with the drawing of how it was all laid out and what the right. effect was, and a p- few of our readers posted, "Hey, look, here's me playing," and they're like Battlefield at four K with like SLI. And like you know, butter smooth at sixty FPS, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's kind of like you know, it might happen based on settings. It might hap- not happen based on settings and configuration. And it's, yeah. let me let me let me do a, an informal poll, uh, and I'll ask people in the chat room too if you want to answer. I mean, I'm going to put another key for the crew in the middle of all this as well into the chat, so be prepared for that. Do uh, I'm going to start with Alan and then go Josh and Jeremy and give me as simple or as complex of an answer as you want. Do you think NVIDIA should have called this a 3.5 gigabyte card? No. I think they should have qualified it, though, with the stuff we're talking about. Okay. Jeremy? Up to 4 gig would be fine. But yeah. seriously, guys, you ran out and bought it the, single, the first day it came out. And now you're screaming and yelling that new technology has a problem with it? First time I've ever heard of that. Josh? <sighs> Maybe they should have called it 3.5 gigabytes with 512 meg of turbo cash. Memory boost. <laughs> Memory <laughs> boost. <laughs> you, know, I, you know what? I, you have to sometimes... Look at the thing at the whole. Well, now I'm trying to prop NVIDIA up. They've got more than enough people out doing that. But take a look at the reviews when it was launched. Take a look at the tests. Take a look at the results. Take a look at the price and say, you know what? My usage matches what they have. And you know what? It fits nicely within that. It's like, you know, never look a gift horse in the mouth or don't have your <clears throat> Russian bride that you got sent in <laughs> smile with her bad orthodontics. But you kind of get what you pay for. And though NVIDIA should have been more transparent with how they did it, they would have avoided everything. What did I, what if, did I call it in the video, Ken? I called it 3.5 gigs with... I don't remember. Like, like Turbo Cache 2 or something? Like, vid- like Display Turbo Cache 2.0. Yeah. FX. So, you, I don't know. You remember? <laughs> something NVIDIA would have come up with. I don't know. So, we've been kind of just rambling around in the office like like I was considering upgrading my graphics cards. Mm-hmm. Like, 
week or two but, ago. But started not talking really, about it. because you've but been talking really. about it for the past. I was talking you, you about never it. Upgraded well, anything, so ahead. I'm really a laggard when it comes to that stuff, right? Yeah. Now. No. Like it took me forever to go to a 680, and you know, we're so okay. tired of hearing so, about it. No, but I was, but I was like half considering. All right, well, if I pull the trigger now, it would probably be like SLI 970s. Like, and I was actually researching, got to the point of reaching, looking at pricing, and like, all right, well, you know, should I do it? Should I do it? And like, even now, if I was still like, if I got that hair up my butt. To you know, all right, I want to buy these now. I would still go SLI nine seventies. Yeah, like that, that. I would not do a nine eighty or SLI nine eighties over it's SLI nine seventies. It's a significant price difference. Yeah, for the for, for that price point for and thing. for the performance that you're getting out of it. That's I would still go that way. Like I, even now, knowing all of this, that's just me. You know, there there are as the internet do. Uh, there's demands for recalls, or you got to give me a free game, Pitchforks or and, uh, yeah. class action lawsuit. <laughs> and I don't think any of those would would. I don't think like class action lawsuit. I don't think would do it go anywhere. Although, you know, I'm, American legal system. Who knows? I don't know. Because but, here's the long and short of it. Yeah, there are four gigs of memory on each board. There is it's true. It's all usable. I mean, the FCC, whoever, well, not the FCC, but you know, everybody who would look into that stuff is like, are you selling a board with 3.5 gigs on it? They'd be like, no. Look at the chips. There's four gigs. And they're like, all right, you yeah. did sell them that. It may not be as useful as another product, but hey, we were able to sell the, uh, what, the Ford Pinto for a really long time. And right. Until people started blowing up when other people hit bumpers, we didn't care. Branded. Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, I see all the. There's a ton of people. There's people in the chat room now that are like, that they think we're being Nvidia apologists, and I don't know what like. I don't know what to say to that, right? You know, we're not being paid by them. Uh, we're trying to call it like we see it, and, and I, honestly, I, like I, we're just we like tested if you, it if you look at like the. the all the benchmarks and performance of this card today mm-hmm. versus all the benchmarks and performance of this card when seven launched. days ago. No, just seven days ago. Okay. Like, it's the same. Yeah. It's still the same. And those specific instances where performance is lower are going to be very rare. If you have a, 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 like a philosophical beef with the fact that you don't consider this to be four gigs of memory, then... That's a different debate. But remember, the 660 Ti was sold in kind of a similar configuration. It's segmented. It's you a had little three memory controllers, the 64 bits. Yeah. One of the memory controllers had two uh, uh, pools of memory. The other ones had one. Mm-hmm. And that the, the second pool on that one memory controller was treated as a separate pool of memory. Yeah. Like it showed up as 1.5 gigs and 500 megs. And guess what? Windows treated it the same way as mm-hmm. this treats it now. Now, the performance delta wasn't as dramatic. Yeah, as it is here, but it was set up the same way. And I don't remember hearing any of this then. It, it was it was known to be a funky memory configuration, but I don't remember. Nobody any, was up in arms. But, but, but then again, they were upfront about it. They talked about it. It's true. So that that is the difference. I think Nvidia has learned a lesson here. But again, I I honestly as many as many people as I know inside that company, I don't think they hid this on purpose. I don't think they lied about the L2 cache or the ROP count. Which would then have led to this memory discussion on purpose. I honestly, when 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 Jonah got on the call with me and said, Ryan, the engineering team knew that this would happen. The technical PR team did not. This is the art first architecture that could do that. And when they were making the product product segmentation discussions, yeah. they, they didn't connect the dots. And it wasn't until this argument started to occur that people researched it and said, Oh crap, yeah. we screwed that up. 
And obviously they took their time to, to come out with statements because they needed to be very careful from a legal perspective of what they wanted to say. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they, they, they lied about it from the outset on purpose. They still screwed up. You can say they lied or you can say they had miscommunication or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, it's just not great. So not to beat a dead horse, but if they would come out to say, hey, look, we have a module with two L2 caches. One of them doesn't work, but you can still use it. We build. That's, that's a feature. Actually, pretty damn. And not cool. only that, but you get two hundred bucks off our top end product that works entirely by itself. Yeah, fully functional. <laughs> this would be cool. People yeah. would be like, two hundred dollars. I'm gonna buy a G-Sync monitor. I, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just turned for the worst. <laughs> I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna put a uh, a Far Cry Four key in the chat here shortly as well, if I haven't already. Time travel. Uh, I will say uh, I'm a little bit disappointed in AMD, but proud of AMD at the same time that it took them several days to come out with their little the tweet. like the little tweet. tweet. I don't know. We don't have a picture of it anywhere, do it's we? If you, can, if you get the... one, you can put it in the chat or something. Uh, somebody in the chat room has it <laughs> as well. It was uh, like a picture of an AMD Radeon R9 290X or something, and yeah. it was like um, four gigabytes means four gigabytes, yeah. right? And they and they did that, and that's. Ah, uh, that's funny. Like I can one appreciate gigahertz that. means um or uh... I could just visualize that turning into just this pithy kind of back and forth. Like Nvidia takes the same picture and draws a fireball coming out of the back of it, you know, and then like yeah, you can go just like forth. just keeps going, <laughs> getting worse. <laughs> so uh, that's the 970 saga. Uh, yeah. There are several stories on PCPro.com about it. I would encourage you guys to go there <laughs> and read any and all of them many <clears throat> times. Um, uh, lots of comments on them, lots of good discussion on them, and I imagine it will continue for some time to come. This is not the last time we will mention the GTX 970. Speaking of not the last time we'll mention something. You were, oh, sorry. Ken, you were going to... Oh, go for it. You had a, I was going to say that only took a half hour. Yeah. Well, luckily our, our list is uh, somewhat shortened there, so... You know. Hey, let's talk about another product that may not have reached consumer expectations when it was initially released versus what we have seen now. And then maybe that product was acknowledged as having an issue, and then maybe a fix came out for that issue, and people applied the fix. and never... Just say it. Okay, so 840 Evo. Yeah, the dang thing's slowing down again. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's masterpiece theater here. We need music playing in the back, or I need uh, my smoking jacket. Can put we that in in post. To do some expository upon the next story. All right, so... I'll try to condense this one down. Yeah, make right? it a little bit shorter. So there was an issue with an 840 Evo. The read speed would slow down as the files were sitting on the drive stale, not being rearranged or removed after a long period of time. It was actually a time thing because the cells were drifting in voltage slowly. Now, that's not an, that, an abnormal thing. All SSD cell voltages drift slowly over time. But this drive just wasn't handling that event properly when it went to read that stuff later. Like SSDs can kind of adjust the thresholds as they go on the fly. Gotcha. Something was wrong. This one wasn't doing it with the firmware as it was. Okay, so there's an issue, right? Uh, the first time around, it wasn't a matter of if it was going to happen to you. It was a matter of when. It was basically every single one. It did this. Yeah, right? and you can see this, just, this, what I'm showing here, is one of the results from the original issue. That was the, the original issue. Discussion, but the we original had, issue. We had, uh, I happen to have an 840 Evo with a file sitting on it for a long time. There was an overclock.net forum thread, which is still going. Uh, which was enormous, and people were starting to say rabble, rabble, and 60, hey, minus 70 slowing down too. Right? Instead of 450. Yep, not only between like 50 and 100 meg per second, but it was even temperature dependent. Like if the room was warmer, it would actually read slower because the, the controller was trying awesome. to error correct 
what it thought was errors. And, and at the time, uh, somebody wrote this tool for this purpose, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, SSD was, read speed tester? Yep, there was a, the Techie 007 guy wrote this tool, and it basically just, the, the idea was a tool that would not mess with the files, but at least evaluate what was going on. So his tool just reads, tries to read all of the files on the SSD at, that it can see, and it just sees what the timestamp is, like the last modified date, and it compares that with like the speed, and it gives you this grade. And it very nicely put together tool the way it shows like and, and especially with that good example of what was happening at the time you can see the older those files got the slower their read speed was right or very very just plain like and people, simple to see just right like josh basically mm-hmm. yeah or me yeah <laughs> so um, what's happening now so samsung released this tool oh yeah tool uh would uh correct some calibration kind of data on the flash that samsung claimed was not being set properly when the drive was being manufactured, and as well as going front to back and doing a rewrite of all the data so that it wasn't stale anymore, right? Right, and kind of taking Correct. care of that for you, and that, and that would you know that would get your 840 Evo back up to full speed, and presumably with the firmware that was also patched to the drive moving forward, you wouldn't see the issue again. Now, uh, it's been four months, right, since the last one. Uh, Overclock.net forum thread has started to pick back up again. Because there That's are some people sign. that see the issue. Now, here's what's different from this t- between this time and last time. If you discount the oddball ones in there where people just are running the benchmark wrong or you know something else and posting obscure ro- results or not even testing it right in the first place. Sure. Uh, if you get rid of all those, you end up with what looks like kind of a 50-50 mix of, hey, this is doing it again. But then if you look at their results, it actually only slows down to about 200 200 to 250 meg per second so it's not slowing down all the way to 50 to 100 like this anymore gotcha um right uh so that's not happening so much anymore um but it is still a gradual decline in speed and it is does seem to happening be happening to some people now this time i say some because there's an equal amount of people posting and as well as even in our own comments and our thread and people emailing me and you know over twitter and whatnot showing results that are perfectly fine like our own Maury Titleman had an 840 Evo in a system with running his OS on it. He patched, you know, he applied the patch like the day it came out when we were talking about it way back then. Still had files on his system, still used it daily. It's just probably the system he writes on for the site, uh, games on, whatnot. And he posted one of those results, which is actually on, it's on there somewhere, uh, the, last, the page before that. Oh. So he posted um, his results with that same tool. Scroll down, Ryan. Uh, and look at that. Like, straight across the board, all those files, regardless of age, good performance. They're, they're all good performance, right? So uh, that's what's so confusing about this because you have people that, you know, one set of people ran the tool on a drive that had the issue and it was fixed perfectly and stayed that way. Another set of people kind of sort of see the same, you know, not to the same degree, but they have the same issue now and so they're we, noticing it, right? And uh, we it's don't a know pain yet. in the butt. We've and, sent in. Requests for information. We've requested for information. Nothing. Uh, so we dug out. If you remember, Ryan uh, repeated several times after you know when we did this, uh, the other previous stories that Alan has saved some files on SSDs and we put them on a shelf to you know to retest this if it comes up again. Mm-hmm. Here it was coming up again. So blew the dust off of those you know SSDs that were like at, roughly uh, no, actually blew the dust off of. Oh. Um, it's been four <laughs> months. Uh, so I'd filled like some of them up halfway, a quarter of the way, just with very large files, just put them on there right after the update, and then just stored them, right? Um, plug those in, read speeds of all those stagnant files around 200, 250 meg per second. 
Like this. Uh, like like that drawing that, that Ryan's got up there right now. Uh, that's actually I, I that drive that. that drive was half full, <laughs> and it's pretty pretty plain to see that it is half full. And this had us scratching our heads and conversing in the office too, because now we're like, all right, well, wait, you got like, what is it that makes the fixed ones fixed? Like, how are they staying fixed and not slowing down? Obviously, there's older files on Maury's drive. His drive didn't slow down. Why not? So I spent a couple of days trying to coax that particular model into, you know, if there was some kind of process. Self-repair, maybe. Yeah, if maybe there was something going on that would just refresh the data on its own or something. Nothing. Like, I wrote several drive volumes worth of uh, new files to the empty space on the drive. No real effect on the The, the theory the being stuff. here that, that something in the firmware that was updated was maybe the, – the, we were giving it the benefit of the doubt of maybe the drive needs to be on yeah. to self-correct this issue. Right, right. And I still think there well, – Maybe that is still a thing. Maybe it's still a thing. And some people, like if you shut it down every day, it, it actually helps – but if you Maybe. leave it on 24 hours a day, it, it hurts. I don't know. Like, it, we really so, don't know. It, yeah, there's, there's really nothing definite there. But um, you can see, like, we, we rewrote a file. Trim. What's well, that? What, what? what if it's trim? Just keeping the drive fresh. Well, trim only does that if you delete a file. And it only does it to the areas that you have trimmed. Yeah, but what if, what if you have other data that's adjacent to the areas where you trim? See, that's the thing. It really... That still remains hairy. Yeah, exactly. It does. You got to wax that. So, so if you look at, at that last uh, one there, Ken, like we did a whole bunch of manipulation of data around that stale part, except for one file in the middle that I rewrote. And it's really hard to tell where that file was sitting, huh? Um, so obviously, and, and this is exactly what we saw with the with these drives prior to this whole update thing, um, except that the slow speed wasn't as slow, right? Like you know, now it doesn't seem to slow down to as far of a degree. Right, um, and that's kind of where we are. Like, it's we're just we're not we're waiting again. It's just because there's so much conflicting back and forth. Like, oh, mine's fine. Oh, mine's actually slowing down. But they're like doing the same thing with their drives, and you know, recall, pitchforks, petition, nine seventy Evo what means whatever. Yeah, I did. There was one comment on there. They should just call this the Samsung nine seventy Evo, and I thought, oh, that's a sad week. That was yeah. Uh, when that's the discussion. Any so, thoughts from uh, the Skypers over here? That's Jeremy, you guys. I don't, I, used to have I, I, don't, Evo. I don't Skype. Jeremy doesn't have one. Josh has an A40 Evo. You know what? I uh, uh, when when the, when it first started uh, to occur to us that there were issues that I, I did notice a distinct slowdown in the performance of my uh, main computer. It wasn't horrific just because latency is so low. Well, not latency, but yeah, yeah, access. Yeah. Drive access so incredibly low that it wasn't a big deal that I wasn't getting all 500 megabytes per second of, of speed or 450, whatever it is. Uh, but after a while, I did start noticing some changes. Uh, once I applied the fix, a lot of that speed came back. And uh, over the past two months, yeah, because you, you updated a little later, right? Like you yeah, did a little I, I did. Not right when it, because, well, I'm too lazy to reformat and back up my stuff. I'm Wait, busy. That patch busy didn't man. make you reformat, though, did it? No, no, no. But I was thinking that if something happened yeah. that would cause me to to do that, I, I just kind of waited until everything kind of shook out and everything was fine. Yep. But, uh 
Yeah, it's uh, interesting. I mean, I, I did run a quick HDTAC test. It was about 420 megabytes per second without the, uh, the, the, the Samsung magician doing the turbo cache. So it was okay. Turbo cache. Yeah. Turbo, turbo cache. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, Maury's was fine all the way across. Like, you could tell his drive was basically full. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a MSATA version of the Evo that I put in a Lenovo a laptop here just to do a Windows 10 install. I did that shortly after, like right when that came out, which was not too long after the, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the patch came out, right? Uh, and did a test on that, basically full speed. Even and that laptop wasn't even like on 24/7, constantly fixing itself. Like that laptop maybe only saw maybe 12, 18 hours of on time, mm-hmm. you know, over several months. But still, you know, no files going slower, right? So, yeah, really. Everything is conflicting there. The, the closest I can come to a guess is that it's a batch thing. It's a it's a production batch thing mm. that maybe uh, you know this round was fixed. Like 100%. I'm curious, did all reviewers' and, drives go bad? But well, no. Like Tech Report did one, and they were fifty fifty. The one that had been sitting there for four months, untouched, unused on a desk. Yeah. Showed it because the you're going to do that. With uh, an who SSD. just run NTFS encrypt saw nothing. Right, right. NTFS encrypt makes things more complicated. Yeah, and it's and well, of course well, it does. Everything just got written to. Yeah, Jeff had, he even stated like he's like, look, you know, the programmer switched over to the encryption not too long ago or the compression not Seems too long like ago, it would do a refresh and that and that would force like rewrites of basically everything that he compressed. So it's kind of you know tainted the results, and he he was open and even said that so. It's kind of like, even he was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, we're not mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say that I you think... you know what? You're going to buy an 840 Evo and use it as an archive drive. I'm going to write a bunch of data to it, and I'm going to set it on my shelf for the next no, six years. I, I, I agree. That's not, that's not a use case for the drive. But the idea is, I mean, there are people in the forums talking about that being their system drive, but any files that have been written and st- Static for yeah. several months, yeah. exhibiting the issue. Right. So we're that just, game, that game you downloaded three months ago will well, now read issue. slower. Yeah. Right. Because you had the game files. In theory, they're not rewriting for fifty percent of the people. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, kind of going back to the batch thing a little bit. Like, I will say that the drives that I happened to be the ones that sit on the shelf mm-hmm. was the round of all four capacities that we did the initial roundup review on. Right. Versus like that. Did they all show slowdown? That they all showed the same exact kind of slowdown? This time around. This time around. Uh, Maury, I think he bought his 840 Evo more recently than obviously when the first review was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, same thing, probably, right? Like, yeah. You know, it was a so little I'm bit wondering after. if maybe like the first yeah. production of 840s yeah. was, was part of like it. Like maybe there's something else about that flash that just not just what that fix did. I think it's time was, to go into that forum and ask people when they bought that drive. That might be what... Can you get a manufacturer date out of... Uh, uh, we can get serials. I'm just not sure. No, I mean like from maybe smart data or something. Oh, we'll have to look. That might be worth feeding back to the, the overclock forum guys for them yeah, too. I agree. Because the, that the Techie007 guy was talking with me about like potentially like trying to start up some kind of new conversation and go, look, we need to actually track this if we're going to figure it out this As time. As opposed to just a mash of As opposed to a mash of random, of yeah, random, yeah. like, you know, benchmark results. So can understand maybe that. he would even add something to his, because I know his tool reports, now reports the firmware revision in the result photo of when he run his tool. Uh, good, yeah. Maybe he can tweak it to include, like, any other data that can be pulled from the drive. Manufacture date. Like, maybe there's a manufacture date. Maybe That's there's a batch idea. or something in there. Good um, thinking. Yeah. Team, good, good job. Good High stuff. fives. 
Uh, speaking of high fives, Microsoft released a new version of Windows 10. An update. Tech preview. Update to the tech preview. It actually has DirectX 12 in it. It does. Scott posted this little picture here, and it says DirectX version with a red squiggly under it. I think the red squiggly is probably done in post by Scott. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, that it says use Direct 12. But, Jeremy, what's the problem with this? Well, she's too cool for any of us. None of us are, are qualified to go and talk to her because there ain't a damn API or a game that can use DX12 at this point. No drivers. So, you know, you don't have the driver, but hey, you, you, you've got that little screenshot that says I'm running DirectX 12. Yeah. So it was it was interesting because we were, we were theorizing, Scott was going back and forth, would they put DirectX 12 in this new technical preview? And they did. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but all the drivers that Microsoft included for NVIDIA, AMD, and Intel are not DX12 capable. And... As far as like I know I know for a fact that Nvidia and Intel have DX12 capable drivers right now and I assume AMD has something but I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. But they're not going to release that publicly until Microsoft gives the go ahead. So someone should leak that. Somebody should accidentally leak that. Yeah. It's not going to be me. If you go off, of, if you go off of anything in the past, it's not going to happen until after this is final. <laughs> Windows yeah. 10. So So, you know, although well, this is the first time they've done an open preview like this. So maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah I bet they Somebody might. By the way, uh, hey Cortana, not as useful so far as you launched it. By did the way. I really? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, maybe it works better than I thought. She has piped up at the most weird. She did. All of a sudden, Cortana spoke to us earlier this afternoon, and we had. I don't know, Ryan didn't say up. anything like uh, uh, multiple times. It happened, and uh, nobody. Of course, Alexa also added groceries to your shopping list. That's, that's true. true. Alexa did that's accidentally true. add. Groceries we didn't to the say list. the word groceries. just in the middle. Of I didn't nothing. say the word groceries. I don't think I said the word Alexa. Yeah. Have you convinced you, so. the two of them to talk together yet? That would be pretty funny, though. I if you can really convince would. Alexa to say, hey, add, Cortana. Add Cortana to my shopping list. We did then, ask yeah. the weather to the Alexa, Cortana, Siri, and Google Now all at once. Yeah, that was true. We asked all of the automated systems, Apple, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft about the weather. Yeah. And we asked Microsoft, and it said, hey, it's 47 degrees outside, and uh, the, the cloudiness is this, and here's the weather. And then the Amazon thing said this, about the same thing. It's like one degree different, and blah, 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 and here's your forecast. Really. And Google said, like, here's your forecast for the week, and here's the temperature outside. Uh, and Siri goes, here's the weather, and, like, like puts up a picture yeah. on the <laughs> Just thing. gives you the weather.com. Like, worthless automation <laughs> system. You were, you were once you the best. Random randomly yell out. Where all the white women at? <laughs> Do they, yeah. Does it tell you? No, you got to say, Alexa, where are all the white women at? Alexa, Siri, Cortana, Google. She can't find the she answer can't to find that the question. Answer to that right question. Now, she said, yeah. sorry. <laughs> she don't know where all the white uh, women at. So uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's all we've got. You can download the technical preview still if you want to mess around with it. Oh, yeah. It's very different than the previous technical preview. That's true. Yeah, start menu is different. Uh, browser is different. Uh, it has the switch between the tablet and the uh, yep. desktop mode now. Yep, yep, yep. We're yeah. running it on one of our systems here, kind of control system for everything. Uh, pretty neat, pretty neat. So um, we're gonna, that's where we're going to cut it off because the 970 and 840 discussions were fairly engaging. Plus, we had the 960. Uh, I am going to post one more key for the crew into the chat room here, a little bit. Um, uh, just a little bit. Apparently, some people are saying if you put in more than one key that has already been 
activated, you get a temporary ban. A 10-minute ban. A 10-minute Oh, you seriously? So if you're putting uh, it in second or third or fourth, my dang. bad. But let's be serious. You didn't need to use Uplay for the next 10 minutes. We just need to space. make anyway. sure next time, space the keys out by more than yeah, 10 minutes. That's some, people, yeah, some, of the, some people in the chat were saying that. So, Aww. And also, if you see other people in there putting in keys, I have no idea of their validity. So add them to oh, Uplay or Steam. They're trying to get other people to be banned. So no, that they could win. That's that what actually that's, put it in so the humble bundle. Did you? And they were correct. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. yeah so Josh, check them all. He gave back to the. Uh, the I think Zareth so awesome. put some in here from Steam. Zareth. Yeah. Yeah, he's putting some in there. I mean, like it's 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 all about sharing. It's all about the community. That is nice. You can't have any of my bourbon though. Um, so let's get into our hardware software picks of the week. And after mine, I will throw in the uh, 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 key for you there. So. I have this device that unfortunately we've had for too long, but I just actually started using it, I don't know, on a whim because I felt jealous that I had to send it back. This is the um, Lenovo ThinkPad 10. It's a Betro-based Ultrabook, I guess you would call it. It's a kinda? tablet. It's a tablet? It's a tablet right it's now. It's a tablet. It's, it's always a tablet. It, oh, no, well, well, no, it has a keyboard dock But it doesn't, it doesn't physically attach, so it's not a two-in-one. That's it's true. just a tablet. It's not a two-in-one, but it could be an Ultrabook. No. no. It's got a tablet Ultrabooks have hinges. Yeah, I don't think they call it that. It's a tablet. Ultra. I mean, it's got a dock. It just doesn't fold, but it will close. It will. It will. It will go flat. It's, it just doesn't have a hinge. It doesn't have a hinge. It's not an ultra. It's but not, anyway, it's a um, tablet. So what it has is the the kind of active stylus here, which uh, I had never really used before. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's not like one of the passive ones or whatever. And I just on a whim started to like you know what I'm going to use this as I did all my 970 testing to uh, like keep track of all my notes and stuff. And I downloaded Microsoft, what is it, OneNote? Yeah. Right? Which is free. Which is free. And I started keeping all the notes on it. And then if you, it syncs to your live account, so it saves all your notes to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, OneDrive thing. And uh, you can't really read any of it here. But I was surprised at how well it handled my handwriting. <coughs> I was surprised at how fast it was. It's, it's a very quick response thing. Yeah, yeah. And again, this is I, I'm, I'm out of date on this type of stuff. But I, I thought it was really useful, and I thought, you know what? I could actually use a device like this to take notes on because you don't worry about running out of pages. You just True. create a new you know, document, right? If you want to – like I had another meeting today with, with somebody that I just started a new tab next to it, and uh, I just took my notes there. Yeah. And it automatically gets saved to the cloud or whatever. You can export it as PDFs or JPEGs or TIFFs or whatever you want if you want to save it and archive it for later. Um, this particular device is probably, I would consider it to be maybe outdated by now because it is, what is it? It's Windows 8.1 with um, the Atom Z3795 processor in it. It's about 500 bucks for it. Yeah. And then it's more if you add on the keyboard. It's more if you add on like the desktop style dock. It's got like that. It right it's here. got kind of like a smart cover magnetic it iPad kind of thing. Yep. And if. There is a rear camera, and like if you flip the cover around, it has like that little diagonal fold thing, so you can right. fold and it over. I think over when you and, fold that back, it actually automatically turns on yeah. the camera. Yeah, you know, when you fold that back, it, it wakes it up and t- turns on the camera. It's a, it's a pretty cool device. Uh, I, I imagine that there's going to be an update to this with either Broadwell Y or uh, the newer version. Was Cherry Trail. Cherry Trail very yeah, soon that probably. I would probably hold off on if you guys are interested in this. But for me, I would like to see this maybe a little bit thinner. Um, Maybe a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. and uh, in I, I kind of like the idea of it being a yoga hinge, right? Where you don't have to worry about losing the keyboard or, or leaving it behind or whatever. You know, like this pen with the Yoga Three Pro, yeah, would be really cool. Bigger screen, um, it's true. Larger keyboard for a three. 
Say again? Just buy a Surface Pro 3. I could buy a Surface Pro 3. That's that's not a horrible idea, to be mm-hmm. honest. But it's much more I expensive can't... than $500. But it is. It is. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fast. It's an i5. It's not I7. Bay Trail. It's going to yeah. be Core i3 yeah. or i5. Do they have an i7 version? I think they might. But Yeah, they do. Um, just I, It's going back to Lenovo this week, but I wanted to use it for a little bit. And at least now I feel better because I talked about it in some kind of public fashion. So yeah. there is, uh, there's that. Jeremy, what do you got? Hey, Ken, you need one of these? <sighs> no, it's wireless. Yeah, that was but my it's issue. like 16 bucks. Are, are you going to flick the bean? It, it's, it's, it's a Logitech 320. Uh, it's not the spiffiest thing for me. It's a pretty cool it's color. It's a little bit small, but honestly, one of the best things about it that I find is that the dongle goes on the inside <laughs> so that I don't wreck yet another USB port by leaving it plugged in. I, I recommend it. It's not spiffy. It's an optical, not a laser. It works on most surfaces, and it's dirt frickin' cheap. So if you're like me, and occasionally you've got to take work home, it's great to just leave in your laptop bag. It doesn't even weigh an ounce. Uh, It's it's just ridiculously light and easy to carry around. I have this Logitech... um, Man, I think I've actually worn the model off of it. What the hell is that? I can't remember. And what that's this the best is. thing about Logitech. It has a nano receiver that was inside as well. Uh, I have had this mouse probably seven years. Oh yeah, you can't six kill years, Logitech's. And I bet I've only changed the batteries in it four times. As well, it takes two AAA batteries, yeah. and it's just yep. it's just always in my bag. So same I, with this one. You, the, you the, put it the, in there and you forget about it. Nobody nobody regrets buying a tiny mouse. Story of my life. And at that price, hey, now's the time to do it. 60 bucks is a good one. All right. Uh, Josh, you're up next. You know, this is the world's greatest video card ever. Ever. 295? Voodoo 5? What? 480. 295? Watercooled? What? 285? Voodoo 5000? True audio. How much is it? You know, the Voodoo 5 6000 was really in a class by itself. Yeah. But no, you can't buy any of those right now. Well, except for the 285 and 295. But uh, you know what? The Zotac GTX 970. Oh, my gosh. You're such a shill. You're a shill. You know what? Believe this. You, you've got 3.5 gigs of memory. That you <laughs> and they throw in an extra 512 megs Ooh. for free. Wow. That's it may be a little bit slower, slower but yeah. boy, it's faster than main memory, baby. Woof. Man. You, yeah. That's a, that's a compelling selling point. 3.5 plus 0.5. <laughs> Actually, exactly. the price of that is not that bad. Like that's, it's, that's, you get it for free. It's a good price. That's retail price. I mean, it's $200, oh, it uh, $200 less than a 980 with a 4, oh. four gigs. Full Super. 4 gigs. If you do the uh, math, it's something good. Three twenty nine. Sorry, there we go. Okay. The and new standard. Great. It does specifically say here, 4 gigabytes GDDR5. That's they, true. They can't yeah. lie. Do they say kuda, do they say ROPs anywhere? I hope here? not. I, you know, I never even thought about that kind of stuff. Like, do they? Oh, and all the specs everywhere. I don't think they ever go that. Granular. I don't know if they ever go that granular. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, oh. I hope not for Newegg. Nvidia site doesn't even. Yeah, that's true. It was really oh, that information is only Golden ever DVI. output by. Uh, in reviewer's guides. Yeah. And that's the reason that class action lawsuit wouldn't really... output by us, and thus, just, yeah. just we are the progenitors of the crappy information. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, Some, Totally stealing this from Ken. Sorry, Aww. Ken. 
but he brought this really cool thing attention to my attention today. And since I like uh, you know things like reverse engineering and reading uh, assembly and reading, just reading it. Um, I know how to read. I've been doing it since I was fifteen. So. <laughs> So here's a really cool thing. Apparently, there was like a, a, a competition yep. to have the smallest chess playable binary oh, I file. My key, didn't I? Right, like the smallest amount of code that you could use to make a chess game. Like okay. a yeah, don't chess you remember game. those uh, 64 kilobit uh, 3D games? Remember that kilobyte. like 3D demo kilobyte. that was like really small yeah. file? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was like a cool thing. Okay, yeah. so that, now that was small. It was. That's, it was reasonably small. But it's not. Right. Bites. It was reasonably small and it did a lot of funky tricks to expand itself into memory once you ran it and make fractal patterns Just for give graphics me the and answer. stuff. Okay. No. So uh this guy made a full blown it's text, not graphical, it's text. Uh but a full blown text game or a uh, text based chess, chess game, game with a rudimentary AI as well, so you can play against it. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh and the total amount of bytes of the entire game is four hundred and eighty seven. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, if you create an empty Word document, it, it's large. Yes. <laughs> so, so here's the thing we were talking about. Because Ken first told me about this, and then he's, and I'm like, well, what's it run under? And he lists some different OSs. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, a PE header for a Windows executable file is bigger than this. And it's like, it turns out, it's actually like you have to run it under DOS, basically. Right? Yeah. But it comes, it's, it's a package. It's, if you go to the link in the show notes, like, that'll direct you to the page. There's a, a little zip file full of a bunch of little handy files there. Uh, and one of them is like a, an ISO. Um, like a CD image, which is funny because the CD image itself is like a meg and a half, but that's because the CD image has like minimum size limits. Like yep. it right. has to have yeah. like, yeah, um, stuff like that. But this fits, this is less than a sector, right? And if you open up the info file that's in the zip, he actually just listed the whole program in there because honestly, it's like four pages long in assembly that's spelled out like one line per command. All commented, right? every line commented. Every line is commented. Does it show uh, the code? Where do I get the code? All the code is there. Open the yep. info. Uh, if you download, hit the download button. Download that zip. The, oh, I gotta, open it up. Okay, all right. Let me. Oh, it it's could be dangerous. It could be. It could be. Yeah, you have to I'm tell it to. Keep, okay, Google thinks. I will trust you guys. Google yeah. thinks that less than one sector executable is going okay, to so tear your computer to shreds. No, wait. What file am I looking at? Open up the info. You can open up the info. Open up the notepad. Oh, you seriously have info opening? Like, open up a notepad. I have to unzip it first. Just drag no, it to you your don't. desk. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you do. Oh. I can't. I can't. I've never tell. used one of these things before. What's a pooter? Uh, the text file is documentation, Hang so on, you don't want to do that. Don't show my screen here. I'll, I'll I'm get not this going to. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, what I thought was cool is like you could actually see the very elegant math that this guy is doing to like, for example map out what moves are possible okay. for all the different pieces and stuff like that, right? You have Ooh, to he's even got some, like, uh, some sweet ASCII He's got there. ASCII oh, right there. Hey, if you're going to do an info file, you've got to do that. Yeah. yeah. So he's got it, you know, and he talks a little bit about it at oh, the beginning. Me want to vomit. And then he goes right into the raw <laughs> assembly, right? But the thing is, it's, a, it's only a few pages of it, and, like, you can actually kind of follow it. It's 302 lines. Yeah. Because he's explaining With everything. The comments. And if you go towards the bottom, actually, if you go yeah, all the way to the bottom. If you remove the comments, it would be much smaller. Like, there's a, so there's a blob of stuff at the end, not after the dashed lines, which is just talking about the assembly. But like, there's a blob of stuff where you see a P, R, N, B, Q on the left, mm-hmm. very left far. That's like pawn, rook, knight. With, spelled with an N. Can they get... Uh, you know, bishop, queen. Like, that's the mapping that he programmatically did for like figuring out 
what moves are allowed. You're like, trying you, to tell me there's AI in here? There and there's is. AI in there. It's very, that very so rudimentary. Right? <laughs> it's, it is. I, you know what would be funny? If we fire Ryan, this up. Stole it. See how many games should, you win. Yeah, we should fire this up tomorrow and see if it kicks our ass. It would, it would be Dude, that, that, that is impressive. That is wow. programming more with less. That, that which is, is where the GPU guys really need to go. Yeah. Wow. And and you know what really really amazes me Think about how this? How many copies of this you could fit in that slow 500 megs of memory on that 970? Exactly. <laughs> how many how many copies of that chess game can you load per second? Oh, a billion. That's our new benchmark. <laughs> yes, we got a new benchmark. <laughs> I can run a billion chess games per second on that. Um, so apparently there is a type in this thing that anything that is under 512 bytes and there's all look at all these games that are under 512 bytes. Yeah. Mine mini sweeper under 512 huh. bytes. That's amazing. It's in JavaScript. That's in Java. That one's actually would be pretty oh, really? easy to do. There's, I mean, yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. pretty dumb, right? You don't need that's just random placement, and then do you win or do you not? Yep. But yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty hilarious. Lightbox. No, at oh, the point where storage one. became cheaper than programmers, we sort of lost this skill. Wait, that's that. This stuff like this kind of really takes me back to like there was a time where you people were doing amazing things with graphics. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Relatively, <laughs> relatively amazing, right? Like side scroller. Did you you just looked at the at the 3D Oculus demo, <laughs> of Unreal Image, Unreal for Paris demo? You said back when they did cool graphics like this crap. That's no, no, screen. not that, not that, because that's like second really, city, that's, baby. You know. But like, remember a game like Gods? Right. Uh, there was a game called Gods at the time. Is it less than five hundred twelve? It fit on a floppy. Like. It was like a, less than a meg and a half, which was phenomenal considering sure. it was like a very graphical, like side scrolling, like very. Uh, that was having a hard time with 3D stuff. Like this, like no, that was Elite. It looked amazing. It, Elite way. was also having a hard time, but like no, like a game like uh, you, ever, you never played Gods. I don't. We need to fire. Think uh, so. We need to fire something up and show I'm you Gods busy. tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. What's the name of this website? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's at the top. P O U. What? What the? Is P O U E T dot net. net. So there's. But that. So that was state of record for how long? Did that uh, previous uh, one? Thirty-two years. The last code was one k big, and it was on the ZX Spectrum. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so nobody else had bothered to take a crack at it until, the, and then this guy just completely crushed it. Right. Nice. Like, yeah. And yeah. All right. Check that out if you want to occupy your time 483 bytes at a time or whatever it is. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. PCPer.com slash live is where you can join us on uh, Wednesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. PCPer.com slash podcast is where you should go to find our back episodes, find the RSS. Uh, you can get all the YouTube embeds. Or if you just go to YouTube.com slash PCPer, you can see all of our podcast videos as well as all the other videos we make. Uh, I will tell you that the, uh, the video that Alan and I recorded discussing the GTX 970 issue goes into more detail. If you want to uh, watch that. It's a 15-minute or so discussion about what it is, why it happens, and what the result is. He draws on the screen and everything. I do. I draw on a screen. Actually, not with this device, although... No, it is with this device. It's like a football it? game. Yeah, yeah. It was before I figured out how to use OneNote. But regardless, it's there. And uh, PCPer.com slash subscribe if you want to be notified of our live events. Uh, we, we highly encourage you to be there for it. Um, We'll be back next week. I don't think we have anything planned otherwise in the live stream segment before next week's podcast. Uh, but we will be here. And thank you guys for joining us. See you next time. I'm Ryan Shrout. 
I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. We'll be back with more interesting things if another manufacturer lies to us. And I'm Josh Walbreth. And I'm Alan Malentano. I don't think we can have another week as interesting as this. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. I actually, I hope we do. Bye. <laughs>